on this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I decide that if I ever make a deal with the devil, I better get an unstainable white suit. And we learned why there should be no Spanish fly for the white guy. Let's do this. Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana, and I said that really fast. No, I think your pace is fine. I'm Liz. How's okay. it going? Right. Maybe somebody, uh, oh. some, like, I occasionally listen to podcasts on one and a half speed, so maybe someone's just like, uh, you made someone like look at their uh, whatever. Or check their speed real fast. Yeah. Right. I can't say look at their tape recorder or their, their headphones, but, you know, they looked at their watch, their, their, their phone. Watch or device, yeah. How are you this week? I think I'm doing well. Um, we're getting close. The like Halloween stuff is out in stores. And I think that's just sort of like they're trying to get the general populace just to be like, maybe you won't be dying of a heat stroke soon. I think that's... I mean, I feel like that happens every year at this time. I will say I did go to Costco and they already have Christmas shit out. They already started moving the Halloween stuff out. <laughs> Barely any. That's actually really amazing. Well, the H-E-B, but, that I, which is you know, our gross, main grocery store here, um, like one of them had some really good good Halloween stuff. But then I could see they ha- didn't have like their school stuff finished yet. And I'm like, it's September 4th. When the fuck does school start? Like, it's It's been started everywhere. I was like, Everybody's should, back like, in school why? already. In, te- te- in Texas, at least. They're back in school. Maybe right they now. were taking them down. I don't know. Because I was like, I was like yeah. what the fuck? Like, shouldn't these kids, like, be in school already? <laughs> and I don't know why. <sighs> we'll discuss my, my high-pitched voice. But I don't know why that was so high-pitched. But Sorry. So, yeah, there's been, you know, still trying to avoid the, the outside. Went into, went and saw a bit, a show at a venue in San Antonio I've never been to before. Not, I'm sure it's been there forever. I just don't go out. And, but it's in, called like the Boeing Tech Center. So it's like over, yeah. like where originally they wanted to make it like Cyberport San Antonio or some crap like that. I know they were trying to lure a bunch of like cyber businesses. Huh. Same. Um, but so, how is the show? So I missed. Like I wanted, I went to the show to see Twin Temple, who has a new album coming out called "I Don't Know God Is Dead" or something. I don't know something. Something blah blah blah. Um, but is gonna. I'm sure it's gonna be amazing. But I missed like half of their set because I got taken on a a wild ride through San Antonio. And but you know I made it there, saw at least half of them, and that was and it was really nice to always see like I, I like seeing them at Solo where they're headlining because you have their fans there, but I also enjoy right. seeing them at places like this where maybe people don't know who the fuck they are, and they're watching people discover watching them. people discover them and being like, what the fuck is this? And this is my new favorite thing that has ever happened, right? So there is a yeah. bunch of that with Twin Temple. Then Behemoth went on, and they were just theatrical and, and fun. 
uh, there was goats and stuff and it was just, you know, it was great. And then Danzig actually showed up. So Yay. he canceled. I, I know he at least canceled the Houston show. I, he played Dallas. He played San Antonio. I think he canceled another one. I think, I think this like, interesting. Whatever. Uh, so like, just basically, you know, I'm working on, this is how like you, maneuver in and out through crowds so nobody notices you but you still get to watch the band and enjoy it but i was like on the outside of a crowd and of course like super tall magnet dudes were just like popping in front of me and then a guy was just like that's so great and then like like i'll just hear you just switch places with me and i'm like that won't matter like we'll just switch places and then the guy will just move over there. That's just how short people at a concert or a show works. But I texted Diana that was very happy to be in San Antonio. Everybody is short. And so like, it's really, it is too. Like if you're also, comparatively speaking, comparatively yeah. speaking, and it's, you know, if you're a short person, really it's a lot of it is about physics, like how you can actually see the stage the best, because if you, you see about like if you're in a movie theater and you're too close to something and you're down low, like you're not going to be able to see anything. So you kind of have to like position yourself on like an angle and then far enough back that you can, but so you can still be close, but you just have to be kind of angled out and you can do it. So, but like, talk, like then he like tried to like explain to me like where I should go. And then he Dan's explained to me, which I thought was fantastic. He told me that. Then. Yeah. He wanted to know how dancing. Yeah. Cause I was seeing dancing. And so he wanted to know how many times I've seen Danzig, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I honestly have no fucking idea because I don't care. And it was just like, like I didn't count. I did. I haven't counted. And I was just like, have I seen Danzig? I don't know. And he's seen Danzig 15 times. He signed a poster of his once. That was awesome. I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to keep my, my stories about how much more awesome I am than you are to myself. And and then he was like, oh, I'm going to go. With I had to go see my friends. I'll be back. I'm like, cool, you do that. And then I then I disappeared. I went into the bathroom. And and then once again, like, in the bathroom, this is also the other reason I shouldn't go out in public. Just my superpower of people just telling me shit. Telling you things. Like telling you everything. Well, and so this girl who I like kind of I made some comment to like about like us competing against the other side, like because the bathrooms like there was lines, and I don't know why I said that thing. It was stupid, but I just said something stupid about the lines because sometimes you're in a bathroom and you're like, yeah, you there's awkward silence, and you're like, oh, you made eye contact, and I'm like, stupid line shit, and she's just like, what? So I'm like, whatever. So I go to the bathroom. I'm like washing my hands, and then she comes out and she's got a dress. You would probably like, and it's you know black, and it had fringe from you know like wrist to basically floor, but she just oh proceeded. God. That sounds messy. yeah. So basically, it's like a tunic, right? Or think of like a caftan. If the caftan was like fringe all the way down, I guess. So you could do like it could become mm-hmm. like wings, or it could be just you know like. Anyways, as apparently that got in the toilet a lot, but like, why are Ew. you telling me this? I don't need to know. We didn't bond over the the, the, the stupid. I don't need to know about your toilet water fringe. No, but she had to tell somebody. And somebody had to be told was me. So I think that's just going to be like my my cult. So it's going to be like Catholic confession, where like I'm just healing people, like by like by hearing their things. You just like come up and like you say whatever random shit apparently is on your mind. 
And just like, cause apparently I look like I'm okay with it. Like she, she doesn't look like she'll be irritated. She'll be fine. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. that's my superpower. Lucky you. <laughs> Lucky you. I mean, there's there would be benefits to that. Uh, I think uh, you know you could as a cult leader you could leverage a lot of information. Yeah, I need somebody in the back recording all of that shit. So like then I well then I have collateral. I know how cults work. <laughs> oh, uh, what about you? It's <laughs> a much more exciting outing than mine. Um, <laughs> So I think, uh, you know, my excitement was, uh, work. And then I, um, went into the bar. Like, I don't know. Like I haven't been out much lately. I've been very busy. And when I have gone out, like, I don't know, we hung out by the pool with some friends and went over to Charlie's star lounge and, uh, all that kind of stuff, but nothing too crazy in our world. Cause we're counting down for a lot of very busy times in our world. So, so counting down to our car show is the big thing on September 23rd in Deep Ellum, the Invasion Car Show, invasioncarshow.com. Diana, again, this this the show is not just a plug for your car show. I know. <laughs> She's like, what? Whatever. It's whatever I'm saying is. But cool. So Diana's living like her very her normal busy life, which is awesome. She's just like, I'm not like seven times awesome this week. So no, I just haven't. Like we've. I'm trying to think like I haven't been to any shows in a minute, which I'm okay with. I needed kind of like, not that I needed a, you were going a to break see, look, from yeah, music, you see, but like, a lot of them were work adjacent and I needed some not work adjacent, like hanging like, out. Like, also, if you see too many bands in a row, I just think you don't appreciate it as much. Yeah, yes and no, but yeah. Oh, that's just my theory. So, I don't know. I love live music. I know you do too. I just, I, I do it a lot because it's my livelihood. I love live music. One, but I do think that if you see too many things in a row, it gets repetitive. And also then like everybody, one, like sometimes you get kind of, at least I do, I get kind of jaded and I'm just yeah. like, whatever. Oh no. I'm, am I seeing this amazing thing again? Oh, you know, like that. Cause you just saw that amazing thing last week. So if you space out the times between it, then it's kind of better. Cause that is not just like, see that, you know, I can see that. I can see that take. Yeah. I also just like, don't like, if I could just watch the band, that would be great. It's the, I don't want to have to make the small talk with the 50,000 people. Well, I'm watching. Yeah, I like bands. seeing people. It's different. I, I like seeing people out and about. Yeah, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to people. So, oh. uh, so speaking of talking to people or talking about people, I don't know. Somehow, I'm making this know. transition. So, we're talking about season seven. Time for a wedding. So, season seven, episode eight. There was. A, I knew there was a, a word that was missing. So the idea is similar to how in season four's episode 19, they did jump the shark, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, TV shows like often to be like raised ratings, they have a wedding. So right. this was, you know, middle of, of season seven. So time for a wedding. Uh, mm-hmm. It first aired November 11th, 2011. And this was directed by Tim Andrew and this is his first time being a supernatural television director. We will see him more. He has done, besides this, a ton of stuff. Most recently, lots of television, including NCIS New Orleans and NCIS Hawaii. 
Thank you for giving my mom and her helpers something to watch over and over again. Um, he also hmm. did a couple of episodes of Midnight Texas, which had uh, such promise. Oh, such promise. I love that show so yep. much. Teen Wolf. And in his older credits, just wanted to pull some things out of there because he was a producer on the Joan Rivers show on, oh, wow. yeah, on Son of the Beach and also MTV's Undressed. Now, his first credit in television as an assistant director was for a made-for-TV movie. And it was called, and it just, I wanted to read, it's called First Contact, Emmanuel. And it just, I think it sounds like porn. Okay, so the plot summary is, okay, Emmanuel makes first contact when a group of intergalactic travelers to understand human love and sexuality. Who better to teach than the most sensual woman in the world and beyond? Like, I don't need, like, none of that actually makes any sense, right? But it's a comedy, huh. romance, sci-fi. And so basically it looks like there's an alien and she's fucking dudes. Oh. Right? It's, that's first contact. Okay. And there's like a, a, you know, there's like a seven DVD pack you can get of that. So that was one of the things he did. And I don't know what, maybe it was made for like USA up all night. Like one of those things. I don't. Yeah. I, late, late night cable. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what anybody was thinking on that one. But anyways. Huh. Yeah. Right. So this was written by uh, the our, one of my favorite par- uh, partners, Dab and Laughlin. And so we start off with, you know, what's going to happen if this writer strike doesn't end soon? I'm just going to have to start making be- more Becky Rosen fan fiction because clearly that's what's going to happen in this episode is. Oh, jeez! It's a Becky Rosen episode. It is. It is. It is. And we open in Las Vegas, Nevada with Dean at the strip club. Oh. Yeah. And he's talking to a stripper, a waitress. I don't. I think she's a waitress and there's a stripper behind her. I think she was a waitress. And according to IMDb, she's okay, a waitress. Okay, whatever. So. Uh, so they're trying to make this seem less skeevy than it is, but it's just Dean hitting on somebody in a strip club. Yeah. Dean Dean trying to get take, hang out with the waitress when she gets off after her shift. Anyways, but apparently she's in grad school and calls him out for looking sad. So, but he's like, tries to do like that. Well, I'm sad because, well, let me give you that story about my friend who has a little brother. Anyways, the long story short here is he tell, trying to get, he's talking about how the little brother's going guano, which is, I guess, their phrase they're using. They've used it a few times now about Sam. Being, about yeah, shit. being batshit. But I think he's also just whining because he wanted Sam to be part, Sam to be partying with him in Las yes. Vegas and he's not. Instead of going hiking. But also, I'm like, did Sam ever party with you in Las Vegas? Like, I just don't, I don't see know. that happening. It's never really been, like, implied that it's a thing. So, surprise, I guess. Wait, where is this, like, yeah, I never saw this surprise, like, memory. annual party trip to Vegas that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, okay, whatever. Sure. Anyways, but she's like, we all need to face ourselves sometimes. And she's talking about him, not her. Not I also don't Aww. get that. I don't get introspective, this. introspective moments at the strip club. I, I don't get what she's doing. Is she trying to say you can't hit on me? Is she hitting on him? I don't know what the fuck is happening here. I don't know. It's silly. But then Sam texts him with an address and tells him to wear his Fed suit. <laughs> so 
So off we go. So off we go. And we go four blocks away to what is clearly made to look like Wedding Row. And so if this really yeah. was Wedding Row this hypothetical Las Vegas that they've made, then Dean was basically out partying at a strip club near Fremont. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So we go to the Little White Chapel. And it is very, very quiet, and a light flickers. And as we all know in Supernatural, if a light flickers, some shit's about to go down. So Dean pulls his gun, like you do. But he goes in through the double doors, but Sam's already there opening the doors and says, oh, no, you don't need that. And Sam has a flower on his suit jacket. So we know something is up because this is out of the norm. And goes and puts a flower on Dean's lapel because Sam's getting married what and we have the all the only people there is the organ player the minister and sam and dean and the bride enters and they uncover her face from her very large veil and it is becky holy shit we've got becky rosen getting married to sam winchester becky's back omg and then we get an amazing intro sequence for this episode with a wedding cake exploding and it was actually a real wedding cake that they got and that apparently was very expensive but also one it looked very delicious like i told diana like i'm having a craving for all things sugar i'm giving myself diabetes cakes and And like so i'm just like oh look at all that exploding cake and like like i would probably put like okay so cake explodes like how much of that off the floor will you eat I mean, the part that didn't touch the floor. Well, I mean, because you've got to think about it. If it's a big cake, you can probably, like, salvage a lot of it. I think you can salvage a lot of that cake. I would salvage, yeah. Cake. So, Dean is very upset that Sam is marrying Becky. as Which is very reasonable, because it's been four days, and nobody's talked to Becky in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I know. We met up. We ate food and fell in love. Or something. It's a very odd story. But either way, um, it, it seems like you know you're the average lifespan of your hookups. I like how this is how he's trying to reason with him. Like, don't you know that all the women who date you die? And I'm like, damn, that's dark. That's very dark. And Becky's like, oh, I know. Don't worry. Because I've read all the books. I'm like, okay, Becky. You probably That's probably not a helpful contribution to this conversation. But whatevs. Um, so... Sam's just like, look, something good's happening, and I I just need to jump on it. So I've already tested her with salt, holy water, and everything. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not a monster. I'm just the right girl for your brother. Okay. (sighs) And, uh, yeah. So Dean's still trying to reason with Sam as Becky pays for the wedding. And, um... They're, uh, Sam and Becky are going to go back to her place in Delaware and Dean can just come join them when he wants to wrap her head around it and be comfortable. Yeah. Becky also asks if she can pay in traveler's checks, which made me wonder, like, are those even still a thing? I don't know. Like, I don't even know if you can get them. Like, I don't even know what they are anymore. Uh, but also at this time, we learn that Becky is full on banging on her keyboard with the tweets. Tweet. She's just tweet, tweet, tweeting. Tweet storm. The, a- a- a.k.a. now X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. It's still Twitter.com. 
Whatever, Elon. Okay, so she tweets. Yeah. Her first official tweet as Mrs. Becky Rosen Rosen. dash Winchester. Winchester. It's interesting Mm -hmm. that she chose Rosen slash Winchester and not Winchester slash Rosen. I don't know, Becky. Anyway, so they exit the chapel and Dean's just like, what the fuck is happening? So he calls and leaves Bobby a message and says he's going to go snoop around Delaware. And they keep, like, this is the first time they leave this, like, giant clue about Bobby fighting a fam's nest in Oregon. Yeah, it's weird. It's not important, like, ever. No. But it, it except that it just, like, except that it made me then want cheese. Because I'm always hungry. And I was like, ooh, they tell him, like, factory's there. And you can get cheese and get some real ice cream. Oh, it's delicious. Ah, Oregon. Oh. So, <laughs> but instead we go. But instead we go to uh, Uncle Dietz's Alpenhaus German restaurant in Pine Creek, Delaware. You know that place has pretzels and probably beer cheese. I know. I know. That's why I was like, instead of Tillamook, we can go here and get. Yeah, we can. We, yeah, we get cheese there for sure. Yeah. No. Oh. So, but it, there are sign notes that is the class of two thousand one ten year reunion is getting ready to happen. <clears throat> and uh, Becky goes in to RSVP for the, is a very, by the way, this is not how reunion class reunions work. I just thought I'd share that. Like you don't go like days in advance to RSVP in person. Hey, like, this, was person two, a table. this was like 2011. Were you even like, what? Were you even out of high school by then you child? I was kidding. <laughs> 2011. Are you kidding me? Yes. I had already been to my t- I had already been to my <laughs> ten year reunion in 2011. Uh, Damn. Yeah. So uh, but- the car she's in, like one, the, it's got just hitch and these really fun, like saggy Marlar balloons on it. It's like a Toyota. I don't know what the fuck it is. But like, do you think she drove from Las Vegas to there? I think they did. I think they drove. I think she drove. I think that's. What I want there. that. That's all. I drive. want that road trip. Like, even with, like... Las Vegas to Delaware? Sam and Becky, like, drugged, oh, up, drugged up Sam Winchester, roofied his ass up, and, like, oh what God. are they listening to? Like, what is their playlist? Like, oh, my God. Like, I bet it's all, is like... She listening to Superna- is she listening to Supernatural books on tape? She could be. She could be. Or, like, Amy Grant or something. Like, you know... Oh, oh. It, yeah. So I, I feel kind of torn that we didn't get that. <laughs> so, that's but, that's reasonable. Yeah. Well, we meet Mean Girl Jocelyn. So we see basically this is your hint at why Becky cares so much about being at the 10-year reunion. She wants to show up and, and show off at the re, at the, her 10-year reunion. And Mean Girl Jocelyn, who she's trying to check in with, calls her Yucky Becky, which is... Sounds dumb. It doesn't even. It's not yucky. It's yucky. yucky, Like you're not. I want. I want to punch this bitch in the face. So yeah, yeah. it's awful. But either way, she gets to show off Sam, and then uh, tweets about roasting Jocelyn by introducing Sam, which is just a weird word word use. But but she we meet Guy outside, uh, and Guy is the uh, uh, Becky's good friend. And they met in the erotic horror section. And uh, I'm going to the wrong bookstore. Where the fuck is the erotic horror section? Because, like, I, I, I need that. 
Also, oh. when she when Guy asked her about Vegas, Becky says it was awesome, and I have found myself on some very Doing serious that. calls, like serious, like serious business calls. I mean, like everything is awesome. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Like, no, no, everything is not awesome, but everything is awesome. But it's not awesome. It's not awesome. It's awesome. Not awesome. Oh, God you. damn you, oh. Becky Rosen! What have you done to me? <laughs> well, Becky Rosen is now getting some some sketchy ass vial from Guy's pocket. I, I do appreciate that she's doing the 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 drug the, hug swap, uh, which I would not know anything about. What? But you know, it is one within about. some criminal sections where you hug the. But also, women do this with tampons. Or other things that you're just like the hug, hand the, off. the hug hand handoff, off. so you can't see that your friends don't know what sketchy things you're doing. Yeah, well, I, up to this point, I kind of like guy. <laughs> and she and she makes some comment about how, about how everybody needs to have a Wiccan around and and agreeable about it. This is the first part we start on this Wiccan thing, and. Yeah, like, and I guess like this is you know after the the aughts and the teens, but Wiccans really that's not like I don't know. It seems some nineties, but that's weird. Either way, so Dean's now in um, in Delaware as well at the uh, restaurant. Oh, oh, but guy does tell her blessed be, sweetie, and it's hilarious. Okay. And they would like that um, on t shirt. Thank you. <laughs> Well, he goes to poke around the restaurant and Dean goes to poke around the restaurant and notices a news article about a freak accident where a lotto winner was killed. And the alarm goes bell off, alarm bell, alarm bells go off because every time we hear freak accident and someone dies, it could be a case. It could be. And, and conveniently, this, this, this paper has also included the fact that the victim was a lottery winner, like right there. So thank you, paper. Like isn't that isn't that like isn't that part of the Alanis Morissette song? It is. It is exactly. I think it is the Alanis Morissette song. All right. Uh, so back at Becky's house, she has made a romantic dinner of a store bought rotisserie chicken and champagne. Yeah, or it's a Boston Market feast. That was like oh, that's true. I couldn't, You're I right. was, that I could couldn't tell, it. and then I was like, oh, and then valid. I went. And that I would actually respect that. <laughs> I mean, I buy the rotisserie tickets at the store. It's not a knock. It's just. Are, do Boston Market still exist? I think there are a few, but not like they used uh, to. They sell Boston Market frozen meals at my grocery store in the freezer section. Yeah, but also she's in like this pinoir. Is that how you say that word? The pin. The, I, 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 I spelled it right. P E I G N O I. Like, but yes, it's a very old fashioned, like, ladies' dressing gown, right? Like, they're supposed and, to have and a. It feels very, trying to be sexy. Yeah, and there's it. supposed to be, like, a sexier gown underneath that. Like, but she kind of just yeah. looks like she's in a house dress. And also, she's going to get that chicken grease all over that. I was like, you can't have that chicken in that. Like, no, like no. you're gonna get a grease stain on that, and it's not coming out. Like, not coming out ever. Mm -hmm. You ruined the thing. No, it's ruined. It's ruined. You're gonna have so, to take it back to Lane Bryant or whatever the fuck you <laughs> buy. Oh my gosh, uh, JC Penny. Um, <laughs> you take it back to Chico's. I mean, it looks comfortable. Oh, like, it looks, I would lounge around the house it looks, in it, but I don't think I would be like, hey. Hey, hey Mr. Winchester, Mr. Rosen Winchester, come and get my chicken. All right. Oh, so oh, we cut, we oh. cut from that to somebody hitting, and I was just like, what the fuck is No, no. First we get, first we get, oh. Sam takes a sip and gets triple vision. Oh, right, right. 
and then then doesn't know why he's at Becky's. So this is our first like I mean we're already sus about the this whole thing. Now it's here okay something is extra sus because she jumps in his lap, makes out with him, and then dumps potion in his glass of champagne, and then makes her drink a bunch of makes him drink a bunch of it. So now we know he's drugged or potioned or whatever the fuck. But he's he's back in love. But he's back in love. So then we go to the baseball diamond. Okay. And so there's a guy who's hitting balls out of, and I was like, what is this? Is it a ball tosser? Is there a word for this thing? It's a batting practice machine, I believe. Sure. Okay. And I looked it up because I was stressed about it. It also goes up to 11. It was nice of it. <laughs> of course it does. And there's some creepy dude just watching him, but there's nobody else there. Yep. But he's the one creepy dude watching him that he doesn't seem to notice. He doesn't. And I would be so creeped out by, like, nobody else being in the stadium but me. I mean, it does sound yeah. nice, but also, like, you know somebody's watching you. Yeah, it's creepy. But they they, they crank that, that pitching machine up to 11 and break the bat and then turns the machine with his magic fingers I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then starts pegging this guy, which looks so painful. And, to- <laughs> and then, <laughs> then the ball hits him in the face. And there's a lot of blood. And he's dead. Phrasing, phrasing. We're not going to, we're going to, well, I also said they beamed him in the head. Hey. <laughs> you, hey, you want to just beamed him in the we're head. Just taking the word pegging out of this. All right. But like, also the lesson here is don't play sports. <laughs> of course, that's the lesson. Well, Dean's over, just shows up at, at Becky and Sam's place because he wants to make a peace offering, kind of, but really, you know, he's just there to spy. And he's got a wall fire with a bow on it and <clears throat> tries to tell Sam that he's being supportive. And we, that he's there because there's a case in town. Um, but guess what? Becky uh, is mumbling in the background, and we realize that Becky and Sam are working the case. And we get the neatest murder board that looks like an elementary school teacher made her bulletin board into a murder board okay. and it's titled sam and becky's investigation and it makes me so happy and i swear to god my next investigation i'm gonna put everything just exactly like this because it's great she also has posters of supernatural up in her room and that's awesome she does absolutely it is awesome and uh, and Sam's like, yeah, I guess reading all the books about us was very helpful. <sighs> so either way. But basically, Dean's like, did you notice that people having their dreams come true in town? Then they're dying. There's a connection here. Maybe she's part of this because she fantasized about them, married Sam. Nope, and then nope, it's she, real. she's going to end up dead. Couldn't couldn't be a couldn't be any kind of connection here. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Sam went after her. Sorry. Wrong. And you're just jelly that I'm moving on. Damn it, Dean. Mm. Can't you just let me be loved? And so Dean calls Bobby again. And Bobby's busy with the vampire nest or whatever. So he's going to send another hunter to help Dean out. Which is nice. That's Hmm. nice of him. And then we see the depth of Becky's crazy in her journal. Or devotion. Uh, 
I mean, depending on how you look at it, she's very dedicated. Well, let's go with obsession. Is that better? But she also has multicolored pens and markers because Sam and Becky has been drawn all over this notebook in many different colors and fonts and dots. And I also appreciate whoever in the art department had to do this, but bravo. That is true. Then I'm, is you, true. you had the best day, I think, probably ever. So... Well, Sam surprises her with a, a present of press badges. His and hers fake IDs. Aww. Yay! And he also gets one marker off her nose after she, she, because she was smelling, from her she was smelling her marker. <sighs> well, he's, he's excited to share that they've got the, uh, an, another potential victim, a guy that's leapfrogged from like a low level, like sales position up to CEO of this insurance company. And, um, while, um, while she's reading the newspaper article, Sam is, uh, looking at the Cray Journal, as I called it, and, uh, told her that it's beautiful. I just called her a notebook of crazy, and that makes it more beautiful. It's just her notebook sure. of crazy. Well, Dean's going to go meet the hunter that Bobby sent for him, and I'm pretty fucking excited because I finally, finally get to meet Garth. They, they have, they have been prepping you for this. Yeah. So DJ Qualls, obviously, and we'll talk about him later, but uh, is Garth. And so he's a skinny guy drinking a milkshake, and D is annoyed, as to be expected. Um, and they're talking about the same case that Sam and Becky were talking about, the guy that became a CEO. And But when he hands Garth the newspaper, Garth's response is, first things first, and flips to a different section or different, different back in the section further and starts laughing. Mentions Marmaduke. So he's reading the comics. The Marmaduke, you like, crazy. You so crazy. But, but, but the comics would not be in the business section. Shut this up. is the business section of the newspaper. Shut up. That's Shut up. I would add. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so we go to mutual freedom insurance company. <laughs> and there's a woman in white being a bitch. <laughs> Totally. Just berating the secretary about Ms. Never Bunnett. trust a woman then in a white suit. Never trust a woman in a white suit. You just can't. Really? Look at her. She's a bitch. So you know she's a bitch. She's in a white suit. Look. If you can't, like, a real woman. I can't wear it because I will ruin it. But. A real person gets shit on their suit if, in, like, within a minute because you're always doing stuff. Like, only people who don't actually work can wear a white suit. Is that all they have to do is wear that suit. That's all they can do. Their whole life is just that fucking suit. Wearing, and that's why you're a suit. bitch like she is. Uh, was, she, was, like, well, was she a bitch before the suit or did the suit make her a bitch? I don't know. Which came first? The suit <laughs> or the bitch? Um, so uh, Dean, Dean and Garth are hanging out waiting to go in. And as they're sitting there, of course, Sam and Becky are leaving. So they've got the, the leg up here. And uh, Becky gives a really nasty look and walks away. I say it's it rude. was good side eye. You say nasty look, and I say Becky gave good side eye because she's got a trench coat. Yeah. She's got a trench coat on. She's just like, mm, I got the four one one. Mm. And Sam's like, she's the best. She's the best interrogator ever. She grilled him like a pro. <laughs> so <sighs> now it's. Dean and Garth's turn, and they are from. They tell him they are from the actuarial insider, and that's why they're there. But Dean's asking like some pretty solid questions that are a little sus for an interview, though. Like, mm, what kind of qualifications got you this job? 
why you over your other like managers and things? Like, why are you the CEO? And the guy's kind of finally like, uh, I, I don't really know. And why are you giving me the third degree? And I like Garth's question. <laughs> well, or ask, he basically asks if he got there through nefarious means. Uh, and, uh, and he's like, no, no, I don't mean like corporate backstabbing. I mean like black magic or hoodoo. And frankly, like, is there anything but corporate backstabbing or black magic or hoodoo? Like, those are pretty much how you climb the ladder in, in, in most places. Yeah. Diana doesn't know ah. because she's in a different industry. Like, it's not like this and not her biz. But anyways, but he's just like, finally, like, look, I didn't want this job. I was good in sales. Mm-hmm. And once again, just because somebody is good at one thing doesn't mean they're good at something else. So just because he was good at sales doesn't mean that he's good at running a company. Those are not the mm-hmm. two same things. Stop making them the same thing, you stupid corporations. Anyways, go on. (laughs) Well, the woman in white, your favorite, comes in and she's still being a bitch and talks shit about the secretary and then tells him that he needs to get the secretary to make their dinner reservations, which seems very counterintuitive. If she sucks her job, why do you want her making your dinner reservation? And then says to remind the secretary that if she messes up again, she's fired because she reports to the CEO, which is him. But he's like i don't he's like basically she leaves and he's like look i'm gonna i'm she's been so happy about this promotion i don't know how i'm gonna tell her that i'm going to resign oh shit she's gonna he's gonna resign and he doesn't know how to tell his wife so now dean and garth are figuring out that hey it's not the dude that wanted this he didn't get the magic wish she did oh She must have included the suit in that wish. Anyway, so Dean goes and threatens her in the stairwell. <laughs> he does this a lot. Like, I don't understand why he hasn't figured this out. Something bad's going to happen if you don't tell me. And she's like, there are, people are always like, are you threatening me? And he's like, no, but something bad's going to happen to you if I, if I can't help you. And people don't get it. I think, I think he needs to work on his wording. Probably. Yeah. Also, just use I'm a hot dude. That often. That what, that, do? what do you think Sam does? Like, yeah, this this also works. Like, hi, I'm Jensen <sighs> Ackles, lookalike Dean Winchester or whatever. But that woman would probably tell him most anything. But, anyways, at first she won't say what she did to get him promoted. Mm-mm. But back at Becky's, Sam and Becky are working on the case, and she's <laughs> tweeting about their honeymoon. And you see that Sam gets one of the crazy headaches where last time he started to, started to like forget why he was there. And so she goes to get more of the potion out of her purse, but oopsies, it wasn't closed right. And it leaked all over her yeah, purse. Yeah, and now it's stuck all over the lining and you will always have that say in that lining. And you'll open up forever. that lining because you'll be like, it's fine. Nobody knows this is here but me. But every time you open it up, you'll look at it and you'll be yeah. like. And be mad. Yeah. So they annoying. also learned the circumference of a baseball that was on their murder board. And I thought that was, that was just fantastic. So we cut back to the office. Yes. Down in the lobby, white, white suit bitch is on the phone talking shit about how they need to send a car for her. If she's not walking in heels. Well, she said she's not walking five blocks in these heels, which is valid because I have been with lots of like, I've been wearing boss bitch heels and had like yeah. groups of men in other cities just be like oh you just walk there's only five blocks and i'm like 
No. No, motherfucker, no. But bitch, you, I also just saw you do them in those stairwells. So if you do them in that stairwell, you can probably handle a few blocks. Should I take an elevator. But yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm like, why are you in the fucking stairs in those shoes? But yeah, oh, okay. And the creepy dude from the baseball field is there on the upper level watching her. Which is not good, probably. Probably not. And, and, and we can clearly see that he's going to make the light fixture fall on her head. It's a ridiculous chandelier. And, so we're like, yes, cartoon violence stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. But Dean swoops right away at the last minute. And, like, and the chandelier falls and the bad guy runs away. And Dean tells her he's, she's not the first. So now, now she wants to tell Garth what's happening. She was at lunch with the, with her friends and a guy overheard her bitching I didn't even say about what, I just overheard her bitching and made her an offer that uh, Craig's job for her soul. And she thought it was hilarious. What have I got to lose? <laughs> and I was on my seventh mimosa from Bottomless Mimosa with brunches with Patty. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, give me Craig's job for my soul. Yeah. But the but garth and dean are like wait a minute this doesn't make sense if this is a demon deal the timeline's whack timeline is whack it is so whack because you're supposed to get 10 years everything's supposed to be a 10-year contract as we should remember in our crossroads demons rules yes i also appreciate though let's bring back the word whack maybe not in that way but Garth has a plan, and that includes that uh, Marsha, whatever white suit lady his name is, um, yep. she has to go live with his triracial paraplegic sniper, I think, cousin. Yeah. And then they're going to find Sam, and they're going to fix all this, and then everybody will be done in time for America's Got Talent. Which I like that show. I appreciate that. I know you're an AGT fan, so hey. I am. I don't think Terry Crews was hosting at that time, but yeah, it, it has its moments. All right, so now we get back to Becky losing Sam. Yeah, she is uh, very upset and trying to leave messages for Guy because she needs more potion because Sam is very is very confused, and she knocks him out with the waffle iron that Dean bought for him. Look, man, he already has like Lucifer head. Like and getting he, let's not do any head injuries is risky. Yeah, I'm like, so you got a potion on him. He's got like whatever this shit is, and now you're like giving him a concussion. Like this seems like a terrible, terrible day for Mister Mister Sam. It does. So um, they are now at the homestead, which is a cabin that we will discover later is her family's cabin. And Sam is tied up to the bed. How did he fit in that bed? Uh, I mean, he was kind of spread eagle. That kind of like <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're about, about a like he would fit in an antique iron bed. I don't know. <laughs> probably not. And he's not wearing pants. <laughs> Becky. Becky is like, no, 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 I didn't do anything weird. Can I get you some water or a bottle to tinkle in? I'll help. She wants to hold his penis while he pees. Yeah. It's weird, Becky. And then her computer dings and guess who's there? But good old guy. And he, he's giving her a cyber call. That is, that is the, cyber that call. is what is happening now. What is a cyber call? A cyber call? Is that, who called it a cyber call? That is what the program is called on her, on her, on her laptop. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. And so he almost, it almost looks like a very Max Hedron like thing where he's coming through. I love it. That is really funny. I missed that. That is amazing. But she's like, look, I'm 
you know, at my parents' cabin, Sam's tied up, and I'm out of elixir. Motherfucker. <laughs> and this isn't the context I had in mind for having him tied up. <laughs> because they still haven't consummated their marriage. Ooh. Oh, man. Because they're taking it slow. Because true love is forever. And everything just feels weird now. <laughs> yeah. So Sam now knows that he was dosed with a, what yeah. he calls a social, he calls a, love a love potion, potion hey. a social lubricant, a ruby. And so we're going to talk about love potions. It's time for Liz's Haunted Home Shopping Network. It's Liz's Haunted Home Shopping Network. Or Lord. Or I don't know, I got confused on what I was doing. I didn't follow the assignment. Okay, so <laughs> I started off looking. It was like, so we can go, like, we could have a haunted home shopping network and I can go find you guys some love potions on Etsy. The thing is, there's a lot of misbranded things on Etsy and they call them love potions, but like you can't consume any of them. Like all of them explicitly say, like, if you drink this, you'll die, like type of things. Like they're made to like rub on things and like to me that's like a love oil that is not a love potion a love potion Agreed. implies that it is consumable so then yeah. i started thinking more i was like okay well maybe it's not love potion he did call it spanish fly and i was like mm. so let's go to ebay right because that seems hinkier so like every time something's hinkier i want to go to ebay first um before like i go to you know like i'm not going to other markets for this um so he so go into ebay and you just look up spanish fly and you get 159 results which is actually pretty small for ebay but still 159 results and on that you can buy something like the brand blue wizard and their logo is the silhouette of a horny person in heels getting ready to hump the blue so and then it is called female aphrodisiac water its main purpose is for libido enhancement potency stamp and stamina its active ingredients are in fact spanish fly when to take before intercourse department woman type huh. it's this product is organic not instant oh, results important. and i think by organic it just means like it's made from like organic things that have organic compounds in them not that it's pesticide free because the country no. region of, of manufacture is malaysia other other facts to know advantage arrest and this is oh my my screenshots from ebay really are becoming a does liz need to get re readers in her 40s finally Okay, so other facts to know. Advantage, arouse appetite as soon as possible. Overcome the problem of women with less passion and cold lust. Helps increase women's enthusiasm and stimulation. Helps give strength to women in sex. No color and odor. And one bottle can be used repeatedly up to two to three times. Blue Wizard ingredients, main ingredients, Spain, import, raw material, night lily. This product is blended using the latest high-quality biotechnology methods, does not contain toxin, toxic drugs, alcohol, even no side effects, and most importantly, it is safe to use. 
Methods. That is important. <laughs> that, is, that is important. Methods of pickup. Drop the blue wizard simulator into 10 to 15 drops of water, except milk water and young coconut water. But it is possible for Sprite, Coke, and drinks similar to this. Two, blue wizard can be taken as is without mixing. Product information. One bottle of Blue Wizard Female Stimulant contains 15 milliliters and can be used for two to three times because of its content that is more than other female stimulants. Blue Wizard is prohibited. Oh, so Blue Wizard prohibited. And then there's a list of what Blue Wizard prohibits. Okay. So they prohibit oh. that you cannot drink coconut water before and after drinking Blue Wizard. Cannot be mixed with drinks containing milks. And avoiding mixing in drinks that are too sour. Weird. Yeah. So also number one, um, I don't have any idea what Night Willie from Spain is. Like that's not really a thing. Um, but also you can buy ten percent of Blue Wizard if you buy it in bulk. So you can like it starts off at like twenty two ninety nine each. But like say if you bought three, then it was twenty one dollars and sixty one cents each, which is which kind of a bargain, right? And so, totally. so, but on eBay, there are more things like that that list Spanish fly as ingredients. So it's like, okay, so maybe I should have done that in the first place. So let's just Google Spanish fly. And so do that. And I just went to Wikipedia. And according to that super legitimate source, there is a substance called Canth, dead damn it. I looked up how to pronounce this word and I had it. Uh, Canthridin. C A N T H A R I D I N. Cantharidin. Uh, but that is sure. an odorless, colorless, fatty substance of the terpenoid class, which is secreted by many species of blister beetles. And by many, I mean there's over 1,500 species of beetles that do this. And so the secretion is like a burn agent or a poison in large doses. Uh, but the preparations from it historically were used as aphrodisiacs, as a Spanish fly. And that's crazy. Yeah, and in its natural... I have a side story. Okay, um, I can't wait to hear that. So in its natural form, uh, cantharidin is secreted by the male blister beetle and then given to the female uh, beetle as a gift, right? It's like their copulatory gift after mating. Like, I, we have done the deed, have my goo. And then afterwards, the female beetle cover her eggs with it as like a defense against predators. So, but like in humans, like in men, like it causes a burning sensation in the urinary tract, which makes them hard and gives them erection. Sexy. So also it causes like pelvic. Sounds unpleasant. Right? Also it causes pelvic congestion in women, um, which is why it's also said to be sexy. Uh, do you want to, do you want to give your side story now? Or? I just, my, uh, it's a brief one. Okay. So I just finished a book called the lost apothecary and it's like a historical fiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I've read that one. Yeah. Modern one too. And they, one of, in the apothecary, the, one of the ways that they would give a, a killing material would be they used um, something with blister beetles to make like the guy that was cheating, a cheater get horny and well they wanted the the mistress to get horny and die basically okay so yeah i can see it. i can see how that ties in so they were using the blister beat they used blister beetles yep. to make someone get horny so that they would come on to the the, ta the married man and then 
then, but they wanted to give him so much of it that it would eventually kill them. So, which is possible. This is a very, very toxic substance. Although the use of it goes back to at least Roman times in the Western world, and but even in like Eastern medicine, the Chinese blister beetle, the Mylabris, that's been used for over two thousand years. So, it became like well known in like in popular culture when the Marquis de Sade uh, was basically giving like gummies of this to sex workers, and that was to set them on fire but really it just made them have like super bad cramps and die um but he was put on you know that's why he got arrested for murder one of the reasons but you know overall so you can tell like even like people know like oh this makes people sick and like makes them die but people are still stupid so even up to like 1996 like fourth uh students from temple in philly like they made a batch with Kool-Aid and they're like, before they gave it to their girlfriends, they took like, we just, we sort of tested ourselves and they all like ended up in the hospital. They didn't die, but like, Eesh. they almost did. And so yeah, this stuff is, so it is available on the, dangerous. it's dangerous, but it's available on the internet. So <laughs> when you buy it, the, when you, when you buy it for the most part, you're buying a very diluted version of it because it's something right. that actually is good for like getting warts off. Like it's, a substance and people really have it in like this like kind of nothing really better than, than this right but so it's like a 0.7 percent solution like of it if you're getting because it, it's very or like it is or it's also gonna be fake a lot of times people like fake cayenne pepper in it so like oh so it's you know blistering and stuff so but the real shit like like even i think it's only like t- like 10 milligrams of it, it's lethal right and so Ooh. like and, and it's also like it's one of those things that uh, is caustic like through touch so like oh, wow. you know you can you basically ingestion through either skin contact or through orally is all really really bad bad stuff and if you ingest it it initially causes severe damage to the lining of the gastrointestinal and urinary urinary tracts and then can also cause like permanent damage there uh symptoms of the poisoning include blood in the urine abdominal pain and sometimes prolonged erections and so the extreme toxicity of cantharidin makes it use as an aphrodisiac really stupid and highly dangerous and as a result it is illegal to sell that in most countries um it's something that like it's kind of got like fda has some regulation things because of course pharmaceutical industries are getting around things but i mean also they're probably like no one's stupid enough to use the spanish fly anymore we're done uh, but if ingested orally uh, the poisoned should drink water and avoid fatty foods like milk because that increases its absorption and if that if a person does get too much you don't want them to vomit because then they're going to have the esophagus will be twice exposed Uh so like think about that if someone's like being poisoned that way like that something that burns you don't want it to come up a second time because then it's like twice as bad but that's also why that spanish fly in the beginning like in the beginning but like you know it's like two minutes ago they said that not to drink it with milk because or coconut or coconut because water because there's, there's coconut oil right, in and there, you're going to absorb it and you're so it's going to go into your system more and so you're more likely to get lethal doses of it boom so i learned something and also just spanish fly don't do it don't do it don't do it it's not sexy it's not <laughs> no it doesn't sound sexy at all spanish fly is not sexy uh... Uh, all right so let me go back and then like, there's some more bullshit about wiccans and it's just 
I don't know. I think I just get annoyed every time like people talk about yeah. witches and Wiccans. But but Sam is telling tell, Sam does point out to her that uh, your friend Guy is the one killing people, and she defends. <laughs> and he's your dealer. <laughs> and he's your dealer, but he's also points out he's like, look, there's two weird things going on in a town at the same time. It's not two separate causes. It's always the one thing. You know, like that's fair. That's I think point. it's a good logic, but, right? Like. <laughs> But yeah, so she's like, no, he's not my dealer. He gives it to me for free and it wouldn't work unless really deep down you already loved me. It just activates it. That's how it works, Becky. That is clearly how it works. So I'm going to shove a rag in your mouth. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. So she's meeting Guy back at the German restaurant where he's decorating for the reunion. And which... And he's like, they sit down, he offers her a drink. And then he she, he starts to give her the elixir, and then he's like, nope, nope, nope. You're past the freebie stage. <gasps> she, you're, and she's like, I thought we were besties. And he laughs at her and calls her so pathetic, it's almost cute. So pathetically, Becky. And this is where I stopped liking Guy. I liked you, and to this point, <sighs> you were a sassy, fun friend, and now you're just a dick. Yeah. And it ends up, he flashes his red eyes because he is a crossroads demon. R- and R- she knows it. And he really loves reunions, and it makes sense why he works events and does class reunions, because everybody's trying to prove something and wants something to show up. And I, yes, I think you're right. And I was like, this is, this makes total sense that reunions would be wonderful for Crossroads. Because at first, like, why the, why the, why the fuck would a demon care about a working, being an event planner? And I'm like, oh no, this tracks. Okay. So, um, she's really upset and she's like, well, shit, I guess Sam was right. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to den- deny that. There's unfortunate accidents. There are people have died in those. And she's like, so I sell you my soul. And the next day, piano falls on my head. And he's like, oh, I would never do that to you. Because she's special. Because she's with Sam Winchester, who could gank his ass, quote unquote. Yeah, we do get a gank. And but also, what have I told you? Nothing. No, nobody ever should tell you that you're special. You're not special. No. Well, he's going to offer her a special deal. Well, she'll get 25 years. Of, she'll have Sam love. Sam will love her for the rest of her life. But she doesn't have to cash in for 25 years as long as she never tells Sam and Dean about him being there and his what he's been doing. Nobody ever gets a deal this good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all like it. It's a pretty good bargain. Not a bad deal, but. Uh, so you're still selling your soul. So, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Um, so back at uh, Becky and Sam's, Dean and Garth break in because they are concerned, super concerned. And they figure out that, that her family has a cabin and so they need to go there, basically. And uh, they, I do notice the Route 666 movie poster on the wall in the background. Here. How is that? Yep. But... Becky's going to go back and see Sam tied up in bed with the rag in his mouth. And she just really imagined spending her reunion, like showing him off. Not that anybody would know who he is though, because Supernatural is not very popular. Right. And before that though, Garth did find Becky Rosen's Twitter, which there actually was an account called at super Becky Rosen that had tweets by the character. And uh, it doesn't have Becky's last tweet, but they were all posted on September 24th which was when the episode was being written. 
So people were like in the writer's room being like, ah, I'm going to make it. And so uh, that has like all the ones, like the first official tweet as Mrs. Becky Rosa Winchester is in there. Uh, the Jocelyn Caruso roasted is in there. And then it goes to the accounts for sale. And so you, you want that as far as like 2016, someone took over at Super Becky Rosa and you can buy it. But anyway, um, sorry, just trying to like call it out because it's hilarious, and so you can still see them on Twitter because that is funny. nothing ever goes away. It doesn't. So she's gonna lay her head on his chest and say that she knows that he doesn't love her, that she's a loser in school and in life, and but she just thought he like she related to him about being a freak. So um, yeah, the only people places that she was understood was on her her message boards. Uh, Chuck dumped her and... Why did Chuck dump her? Chuck dumped her because she intimidated him with her vibrant sexuality. And, but also, I think this is really great. So she found her people, and but then she lost her people, right? She finally found, you know, I have this fandom. It's a supernatural fandom. And I have a dude that I love, but, you know, he's no Sam Winchester. And I just am too vibrant sexually. And so, but now I'm alone. But Sam gives her some solid advice. If you want someone to love you for you, don't drug them. <sighs> but I mean, like you could offer them drugs. Yeah, that's different. Okay, okay just making sure. Okay. So... <laughs> Very different thing. Very different thing. Uh, but, you know, he's just like, you're better than this. And she's just not really sure. And sometimes she's just... Yeah, she's, not so, she's not so sure. So we cut to Becky back at the German restaurant having a drink. The reunion's over and she missed it, but she's there after it. I don't know. This timeline kind of bothered me. So I think she's gotten to the reunion at the end of it. Right. So like it's ended. But so she's there while they're doing cleanup. And guys like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, huh, I'm in. Let's steal the deal with a kiss. Like you do with the Crossroads demon. Right when they're about to kiss. She's got a zippo ready and drops on the floor and burns a devil's trap into the carpet. Devil's trap. Guy is trapped. Guy is trapped in the devil's trap. And I love Garth's line where he shares with us that blueberry, blueberry vodka, the answer to all life's problems. And I kind of want to throw up a little bit. Also, Becky, Becky, I am awesome. And this is one of those things, like when I saw, like when I read the script, I'm like, oh, like I will make a cocktail or something to go along with it. I'm like, nope. No, thank nope. you. <laughs> no, then you have to buy a bottle of blueberry vodka. Then I would have a bottle of blueberry vodka sitting here for the next twenty years until I move, and yes. then I have to take. Then I'll have to move with one drink out yeah. of it. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. So uh, the demon wants an autograph from Dean, but Dean's just got a demon blade for him. So they're like, "Hey, we want to know about your scam." Uh, what are you doing? Why are the people dying faster than they should from your deals? And he's like, oh, it's not cheating. It's innovating. Me. Yeah, technically you get a decade, but. Yeah, and then you'd, or you just get an intern to do your dirty work, which is how the corporations are really run, is on the back of interns. But so <sighs> then they fight-ish, I guess. Like, uh. Well, they, they all get, the, the intern shows up. Jackson, I guess his name is now, we suddenly learn. 
there's I've got a few complaints like about like people's <laughs> names, like the way they introduce people in this episode. It's just not very clear. They like expect you to assume <laughs> that people have names or something. But he demon flings everybody, and it's the that's the, the our creepy dude. Well, that tried we're to also getting a lot of like the Darth Vader like I choke you with my mind. Yeah, definitely some of the the dark force or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Don't come at me, Star Wars people. Um, <laughs> I just made Darth Vader a verb, so it was like some Darth Vadering starts happening. <laughs> I was also amused that they burned this into the carpet with vodka, and then they're able to, like, use a shoe to, like, scuff the devil's trap. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers just burned this shitty, like, like commercial carpet. Well, you all have... You can't just, like, scrape that away with, with your foot. With what? Like this, with your converse, and but also but like I mean, you all have cancer now. Like that is what is what you all like. Burning this. <laughs> There's a, there is a commercial on TV with a class action lawsuit just for this. this. Just for this scenario. <laughs> did you work on this set of Supernatural season seven? When they did you, episode do you eight. have methylcelis? Like methylcelis. from 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 when they burned the devil's trap into the carpet from this exact moment. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I was like, oh, ha ha. They're not going to be able, they're not going to be able to break that devil's trap. And then all of a sudden he's out. I'm like, wait, that, that doesn't work. But okay. Um, either way, there's, there's fighting and Dean loses the demon blade and demons, Dean's getting choked out by guy. Um, Sam is getting choked out virtually by the intern and Garth just gets knocked out. So he's out. But all of a sudden, we get somebody stabs the intern in the back. What? Oh, Becky didn't run away. Becky killed Demon. Because she's awesome. Uh, and Dean's excited. And he's about to kill Guy, except Liz's boyfriend shows up. He does. Hello, boys. And what's even better is Becky recognizes Crowley from the books. And I love this. Yeah, but then he's mean to her about it. He is, but also like I can't see Crowley like really having time for a Becky. You know, like that's 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 fair. But he didn't have to be mean. I know, he doesn't. So, but he's like, he's actually like, hey, no, you're just gonna kill guy. No, you have to let him off easy. I would do way worse than that. Um, Jackson, the intern, already ratted him out to me in my suggestion box, and so this shit's fucked. We, this deal is that's not how shit works. And he explains to um uh to guy why they can't skirt the rules or be innovators about this it's about consumer confidence and we're not wall street we are hell and we have integrity exactly that's funny uh so he's gonna make an example out of him yeah and then he points out like hey hello dummies have you noticed that like you haven't had any demons fucking with you and they're like no and they're like no actually we haven't noticed that at all at all we we just like we didn't think about this but yeah now that you mentioned it like i guess it's been kind of demon free yeah because you're hunting the leviathan and uh carly is not a fan of mr roman no no he really does he's just like have you met dick he hates him squash him squash the little Mm -hmm. leviathan so their deal is Dean will hand over. They're gonna so they they're gonna keep Sam and Dean should keep trying to squash Leviathan. Dean's gonna hand over Guy, 
And Crowley is going to tear up the remaining 15 contracts that Guy had in town. So, which seems pretty reasonable. It's a lot of contracts. Like, this, like, so, like, especially, like, so, like, two people already died, right? Plus Becky. So that's, like, 18, at least 18 demon deals. Like, he was working. And, like, think of how hard that intern was working. If he was going to have to make, like, 20 people, basically, like, have fake their own deaths. Freak accident? So he's not even getting paid. Like, I don't know. I think this, like, Jackson was the one, like, no wonder, Jackson. like, he was calling, like, Calling Crowley, be like, you know what this bitch is doing? He called HR. He called HR. He's HR just report. like, I am being violated here. And my, and for once, like, you know, and he was like, his CEO was like, my door is always open. So he opened Crowley's hell door and he was like, look, I'm my rights as a worker are being abused. And that is what happened. <laughs> so. Luckily, Sam and Becky are able to get an annulment, and um, uh, he's nice and says, thanks her for saving his life, but they're probably never going to see each other again, and that she's not a loser. Uh And we get some googly eyes between her and Garth, and Dean shuts that shit down. (laughs) Which was really funny, because, like, you know, Sam is really going through his, like... Well, I had to be nice to Becky. Like, no, you'll find the right guy. And like, her and Garth, like that, can, they had a connection. And I just love that. Moment. Yeah, I just love that Dean. Yeah. Like, no, 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 this is bad. Right away. Uh, well, outside Sam and Dean, we get our normal Sam and Dean departure. But Garth is there too, and he's got to say bye. And Dean tells him that he doesn't suck. And we learned, nice. and we learned that Garth is a hugger. He's a hugger and drives a 1978 Ford Ranchero. I like it. It works for him. I do too. I appreciate it. And uh, Sam tries to like to open up to Dean a little bit after Garth leaves about, yeah, you know, I do need you to watch my back. Well, he also tries to give some shit about his new friend. So he's like ragging on Garth, which I don't particularly like. Maybe. He does, but they're, you know, they're, they're brother bonding again. Whatever. And, you know, yeah, but basically, you know, Dean's trying to like, yeah, you know, you, you've kind of been, you know, whack job, but you've been seeing me pulling it together pretty well. And, uh, you know, I know you don't need me around all all the time, but you're still a hippie for camping. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with like wanting to go hang out in the desert, except this is terrible timing with what's going on with Burning Man right now. I was trying to say, like, unless you're going to. No, no. <laughs> no, don't say it. No, don't. Okay. Okay. Was, uh... There's a lot, of, there are a lot of people leave now, so it's good. People will die. <sighs> But uh, so, but we're back to this. Dean can focus on taking care of himself. Crap, and I'm like, yeah. has it like when does he focus on anything else? Like, isn't that what you always do? Like, I don't he never know. Takes care of himself. Uh, I don't. I'm just over it. Like you're just you're being emotionally unstable. All of you. All of them. All right. But- so well, let's casting couch this bitch. <laughs> Casting couch is the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. All right. So obviously we're gonna start with. Actually, no. I'll wait. I'll go the other. I'll go in reverse order. We're gonna start with guy. Guy, a.k.a. our Crossroads Demon, is played by Leslie Odom Jr. Yay! Uh, you, 
you may recognize him from single episodes of shows like Gilmore Girls, Grey's Anatomy, Gotham. He's a re- he was a regular uh, character um, on, on CSI Miami, um, and he's been in a few episodes of Abbott Elementary recently. He's also probably best known for um, movie Glass Onion and as Aaron Burr in Hamilton. So then we have uh, Garth Fitzgerald the Fourth, played by DJ Qualls. Yeah. Uh, so I will do the. You know, you may recognize him from single episodes of TV shows like Scrubs, Criminal Minds, Lost, Big Bang Theory, Breaking Bad and the new Cabinet of Curiosities series on Netflix. He was in a few episodes of My Name is Earl. He was a, the, a regular character on Memphis Beat, which I very much enjoyed. And movies is probably what you know him from the most, though. He was Kyle in Road Trip. He was in Lone Star State of Mind. Dizzy in The New Guy, which I like a lot. Uh, he was in a movie called The Core. Shelby in Hustle and Flow, which is amazing. And then Delta Farce, too. So, uh, yeah, been excited to get uh, DJ Qualls in the mix here. Yeah, and what also is nice is like this character was really written for him, and so that's he cool. was asked to do it, and then he said yes. So I think that's nice that like this was like you know like there are a lot of mannerisms. I don't know why I said mannerisms that way, but there's a lot of mannerisms and stuff that are very like goth that are very much DJ Qualls, and you know he talks about you know in. Like obviously, like when he gets knocked out here and things like that, because his body is differently shaped, that he can't really have stunt doubles a lot. And so most of the oh. stunts he's doing himself. So interesting. I just think that's cool. Yeah, because he's probably just very distinct build. So yeah, he's you know he's got I, mean, I don't know if he's got a concave chest or not, but you know he definitely has got you know he's lanky and skinny and you know. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Cool, cool. I'm glad we finally got to him. It's always nice when there's a, a member of the SPN family who, you know, we see at cons all the time that you know, we finally get to talk yes. about now. <laughs> cool. So um, anything else about this episode? No, it's, I mean, it was a fun one. Um, I think it's interesting that we're getting mentions of Chuck again, but when we haven't really, like, just, he just kind of disappeared. And then we've got... Um, the brother is acting like everything's fine again, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. That like just got swept in the rug real fast. Like, and it's like, I think I don't know if it's just cause it's like, it's Sam and not Dean. So Sam could just forgive a garage easier than maybe Dean can. I guess. But yeah, I'm still mad at Dean. Like I'm not forgiving Mm -hmm. that grudge. You killed Amy. It's a dick move. It was was a dick move the way he handled that. I'm so mad. (laughs) I'll hold on. I'll let you know when I forgive you, Dean Winchester. (laughs) Okay, with that, I think we're going to sign off. Cheers, Dirk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Devil's Trap Podcast.